The podcast you're about to listen to is about a spiritual search for meaning, and it's also about beer. Despite that, we firmly believe that there are no real answers at the bottom of a glass, and if you're struggling with drinking, we encourage you to talk to someone. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode four of This Is The Life with Paddy and Rory, supported by Penta Hotels. Over the past few months, we've travelled around the entire globe, drinking beer and generally immersing ourselves in the culture and history of the entire globe. We poured Pilsner in Prague, broke bread in Brussels, and illustrated instant inexplicable interest in infinite inebriation in Inverness. I can't stress enough, we have sampled beer literally around the entire globe. But there was one destination that we had somehow managed to overlook a destination that was right under our respective noses. You guessed it, home. Or as we like to call it, England. For this episode of This Is The Life, we travelled to Ipswich, the historical port town positioned right in the heart of the beautiful county of Suffolk. With a car full of hope, enthusiasm and, of course, sweeties, we set off from London and made the leisurely two-hour journey up the A12 to Suffolk and into Ipswich. The Penta Hotel is right in the town centre, on the bank of the River Orwell, and conveniently located just a five-minute walk from the train station. We had an unforgettable first day in the sizzling Suffolk sun, and, once again, despite an idyllic first day in an idyllic town, we lowered the tone by drinking too much ale and arguing in the back of a taxi about whose fault it was that we were drunk. Here we are the following morning, decompressing on our first day in Ipswich. When you're hungover, it's like it's kind of resent- resentment, and it's you're cross at something. Yeah, but well, I just because I, I always say at one point of the night, um, this is probably quite a good opportunity to take it a bit easier. This one, yeah. And how, and do, then I, how do I respond to that? You say, yeah, that's a good idea, but then you don't. And I don't need encouragement. Let's be fair. I'm not like, but but you are encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, and also, I'm slightly annoyed that you did wake up early, go for a run, and you have a sort of quite sunny disposition about you. Yeah, I'm feeling on top of the world this morning. Yeah. Not for the first time in this podcast series that this has happened. No, but I, I, I'm about to go to the gym, and um, that'll be it. But no, let's not talk for about... the first time in this podcast series you said that and yeah. not done it. Uh, let's, but let's talk about uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, we're here in Ipswich. We haven't even really um, we haven't introduced set the scene. Where, where, where we are. We are in Ipswich. We're in the Penta Hotel. We're quite familiar with this sort of feeling, being sat in a, in a lovely hotel. Yeah, room. there's something increasingly dreamlike about our experience doing this podcast because we're staying in a hotel that has a distinct aesthetic, but in a different place every time. Yeah. And so I feel like I've been here, but I haven't. And also here. in this case, I actually have been to Ipswich many times. Okay. Well, you've not, you, you, you're telling me you have been to this hotel? Not to Penta Hotel. You've been to this town, but not to this... I've been to Ipswich a lot of my life, as have you. It's an area of the world that we have an emotional attachment to. I'm getting married here in a month. Wow, congratulations. Thank you very much. You do know that. I do know know that. You're you're coming. Um, Not in Ipswich itself, but uh, about uh, 40 minutes away. Mm. And uh, so yesterday, we... um, we drove directly to one of the surrounding towns, and um, I think one of the great things about Ipswich and as a town and um, staying at the Penta in Ipswich is that uh, it's sort of a gateway to all of these beautiful East Anglian 
uh, coastal towns surrounding it, which you can sort of pop to either on the train or drive to Ooh. quite easily. And we chose to go to Southwold because it is the home of the flagship beer of Suffolk, Adnams, and we had the honour of meeting Dan, the master, master brewer. What we're sort of very interested in is the sort of emotional aspect of beer. And I guess we wanted to know that as a master brewer, is that something that you're sort of conscious of while you're brewing? Are you sort of thinking purely about the science or are you thinking about the your audience and what they're going to feel when they're uh, drinking it? I think a bit of both, yeah. I mean, I often cry uh, <laughs> get in the brewery, you know. Uh, it's a very sensitive subject. Um, but I grew up in a pub, so um, I know not everybody's grown up in a pub, but at least for me... Um, I was really inspired by cast beer and yeah. the whole sort of nurturing of beer in the yeah. cellar and all of that kind of romance around the, the sort of cellarmanship. So for me, I think, um, I don't think that's ever been lost on me. So um, mm. yeah, no, I really enjoy brewing and granted like science is really important on a day-to-day basis mm. for consistency and for, for all the rest of it. Um, but I don't think that end user sort of head um and uh uh yeah i don't think that's ever lost on me yeah i mm. think um you know i i believe that um beer should be enjoyed uh, particularly on the on trade yeah um, when there's people around um yeah because yeah, it's you know it's, it's, I, I, I think the pub for me is um it's probably one of the most egalitarian places. Right. And um, everybody's equal. Everyone has to wait their turn in the bar. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like that. So, yeah. Actually, COVID sort of ruined that, the sort of like the, the English sort of queue at the bar system when suddenly we were sat down ordering from apps. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of missed it. Yeah. And also at that point, it was the more organised people got the spot at the table because yeah. they were calling in advance. <laughs> so yeah. That all went out the window. Yeah. Um, the, so, so when you say um, that you sort of associate beer with the pub and you grew up in a pub, yeah. when, you are, um, when you think of Adnams, is there um, a pub or a location? Or, so what we're looking for is the ultimate Suffolk experience. Is there somewhere where you think, I associate this place maybe with this food, yeah. maybe with this view, uh, with Adnams or like with Suffolk? Yeah, I mean, the Nelson is obviously uh, a bit of a flagship, so um, yeah, the Nelson never strays far from the memory. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've got memories of you know, growing up and you go to the, go to Walberswick and you go mm. to the beach and, you know, you're in the back of the, uh, the Bell Inn and yeah. you've got bitter or it's Christmas time and you've got a really sticky tally-ho on the, on the cards. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, Tally Ho has a has a uh, from way back has a quite a, mm. uh, has quite a strong sort of feel invokes quite a strong feeling yeah. for me um, particularly like when you've got the fire raging yeah, and, yeah, you know yeah. you get the hot pokers out and yeah the yeah and um so we're also just very interested in European and continental beers but I think part of this episode will be trying to identify what is the English offering? And I think it probably is car scale because it's what's yeah. unique to us. Uh, is, that, is that what you associate with English b- drinking culture? Yeah, uh, car beer is definitely a big part of it. But I mean, I don't know if you drove around here today. Um, uh, 
you know, at the moment you've got sh loads and loads of tractors carting, um, you know, all the grain and all the all the cereals are getting cut at the moment. Mm. And for me, that kind of, you know, not just Adams, but you know, English beer in general. You know, um, the fact that we use sort of yeah, you know, locally grown malt, um, yeah, malt and grade barley. Um, and for me, that I just love it in August, in late July, August, yeah. when the harvest is happening, and um, you see all the cut fields or about to be cut, and mm. yeah, great, um, the smell of straw in the air, yeah, um, yeah. Um, the agriculture of it, yeah. yeah we yeah. need to get out there in the field, exactly. literally. Yeah. 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 Before it's all cut, because yeah. it's quite an early harvest this year. So. Right. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dan. And what were your impressions of the place? I was blown away by that place. Yeah. It, it's like it's like the chocolate factory of beer. Mm. Well, Charming I did. Say, I did. I did ask Dan at the end um, who was better behaved and who would have, in the sort of Willy Wonka scenario, who he would have gifted the factory to. Who did he say? Well, he refused to commit, but there was a look in his eyes that said, "You didn't even need to ask well, the question." I didn't hear that. Did you take him off to one side to? Uh, to yeah, ask him? yeah, yeah. It was while you were sort of just like gormlessly looking at some of the, <laughs> some of the beers. Um, <laughs> Okay. That's but uh, I think it would have been me because I was asking him all of these questions about sort of yeast cultures and you know actually the legality of, of harvesting your own yeast and the idea that you, you copyright these uh, g genetic sequences uh, within your uh, produce and then you said things like how much beer is in that barrel I and then, yeah, I, you, know, you reckon asked, I could take that in one sitting I asked what I thought was a, a very normal question of how many, how much beer do you fit in a tank? It felt like I'd taken my son to to out on a brewery tour. And he <laughs> twenty eight thousand pints. Yeah, and you said forty five minutes. I could do that in. He was don't say, he he was also enjoying the, nah, the idea of drinking all the it. beer in one tank in one yeah, go. Yeah, it was a funny idea. Yeah, it was a it was a crazy <laughs> idea. <laughs> forty five thousand pints in. <laughs> 45 minutes that's a thousand pints a minute no it's funny it's good stuff <laughs> the the building itself and the way it's sort of, sort of tucked away in the middle of the town is bizarre yeah. but like like nothing I've ever seen before again I've been to Southwold um, thousands of times in my life yeah. and I, I you know, there's a little tower that you think that's the brewery but that's not the extent of it it's it's got these sort of facades of little fishermen's cottages mm. that if you look closer in the windows you can see all of the brewing kit behind it and it, so it's like a sort of fake front that they've done to to blend in with the town because yeah. they, they have to think a lot about being a brewery which isn't out of the town in some big industrial industrial estate that's in the middle of the town they have to be careful they have to be discreet they have to think about and just to contextualize southwold is the quaintest most quintessentially British seaside town so they can't just have some sort of mass production facility for like what is a really sort of big production yeah it's huge but they've they, they, they've they've fit it in there and also when you go inside then you see that equipment in there yeah and then go outside and see the building it was in you think how could they possibly have stored that stuff yeah. in there and then drinking um, with Daniel, a sort of fresh from the fresh cask, from the Southwold Bitter, their sort of, their most famous cask beer. 
um, in the sort of room where they're doing quality control. Mm. That was a real treat. We found some quality, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Jeepers Christ. And then, then you went out of control. I did. Uh, and then <laughs> we, after that, we had a dip in the sea in Southwold, hit the reset button, back on the road, back to Penta, uh, sat on the sort of, you're on the waterfront here. Yeah, um, In a little sun trap. Overlooking Sir Bobby Robson Bridge. Yeah. I had a fish and chips. I had a jackfruit burger with chips. And we both had a lovely refreshing beer. Isn't it? Very nice. Uh, and then we strolled down to the marina, which is the sort of a romantic of, evening stroll, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, and it felt like being in southern France, is what you said. Yeah, like, I felt like I was in Monaco. Yeah, because the marina is the sort of new development of Ipswich and sort of what, you know, is bringing people here more and more. Um, but, it, nice. you know, it's it's got all of these really posh yachts around it and um, yeah. restaurants and bars. It was, and, we, we were sport for choice in terms of places to get a nice beer in mm. the evening sun. Uh, but we went to two places. Yeah, and, you know, a Monday night anywhere is going to be slightly less atmospheric. It's, it, we thought it could be tough to sort of drum up an atmosphere uh, we usually do this podcast on a weekend for that very reason. Mm. Um, but we first went to a really sweet little pub. Uh, the Nelson. The Nelson. Lord Nelson. Lord Nelson. Both had a local ale. Yeah, I had the Adams Ghost Ship, my favourite Adams beer. And I actually can't remember what mine was called. But I think uh, it's good that we did that. Um, good that we did Adams because this is our only English mm. podcast that we're doing. And if we're thinking about what each region offers... What's unique to them? I'd say a sort of an ale. Yeah, a cask ale is the thing that we do best. Yeah, it's and, our thing, which is true to true to England. And that was another thing that was great to talk to um, Dan about because he sort of highlights like what's sort of romantic and delicious about these ales because the idea of them, I think, particularly for a lot of younger people, is you know. Real ale society, beardy men, yeah, uh, a bit and warmer than you'd like, yeah, sort of like muddy water. But when you talk yeah. to Dan, it's you know botanicals, it's tea, yeah, it's uh, it was funky, funky, funky as grassy, um, and that pub felt like the the Lord Nelson felt like a perfect spot for that. And it was a really delicious pint, and I think we're going to go to tonight to the Fat Cat, which I think yes. is even more. Um, I think we'll have yeah a couple of ales there, and that's like a real proper ale place. Yeah, well, the, way, the way Josh was describing it, lovely Josh from yeah. Penta here in Ipswich. It, it sounds like it's going to be quite like it's quite like serious, like yeah, they're, they're and eccentric doing and, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did the Lord Nelson, and then we thought we should pop to Isaac's, yeah. which is um, according to my Ipswich connects, it's often the place that you go either before night out or on a weekend, they've got sort of live music and DJs there. And it's sort of like nowhere I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know when you go to a pub and it kind of feels more like a complex? Yeah, several bars. Multiplex. Yeah, there was the sort of courtyard bar, which mm. was on the outskirts of a sort of cloisters area. Mm, not yeah. Cloisters? Lovely. I think that's like cloisters like in like a an interior courtyard yeah in like 
you know, Cambridge University. Yeah, okay. Or, or Hogwarts. Yeah, or Hogwarts or Helm's Deep. Yeah. From Lord yeah. of the Rings. I'll look up Cloisters while you um, while you sort of expand on, paint a picture for, for us. Of yeah, it was, I mean, if you're a sports fan, which me and Paddy very much are, then... Um, then it's it's the place to go. There's lots of good 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 quality screens, uh, good quality beers on tap. They did a good Guinness. They had some nice neck oil. But it also feels like slightly themed, like you're at um, like it's not mock Tudor, but it sort of feels like semi medieval. Yeah, like you're. That's what it felt closest to that going to like medieval times. Yeah, restaurant. Uh, like there might just be sort of a knight in shining armor walking by, yeah, 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 and demanding a pint of Beaver Town neck oil. I mean, there was there was a, there was a, was a guy in the bar who served me, served me a drink, and he, um, he was sort of dressed just as a jester, and he said to me, "Mead, sire." <laughs> um, but I didn't think anything of it at the time. No. I thought it was just sort of an eccentric sort of gesture. an ale for your for you to quaff, young sire. Uh, yeah, well, I love one. Yeah, was kind of just... ha ha. Yeah, sorry, mate. Are you are you in character, or are you are you are you a medieval guy? Are you a jester? And that's yeah, that's what that's what happened. Um, but yeah, I love that place. Uh, and, and yeah, like you're saying, we we were maybe a bit worried that Monday night might be, you know, struggling with vibes. But, but no, it was so vibey. Everyone was out having yeah. pints, having shots, partying, singing. And it was sort of perfect because on a weekend it actually could have been quite heaving. Yeah. But um, it felt like we were the sort of cheeky Monday night crowd mm. so some students who you know weekdays or weekends sort of all blend into one maybe some people who work in hospitality who would have been working hard at the weekends mm. uh, a couple of people here on holiday who again sort of letting their hair down and so we all had that sort of glint in our eye being yeah, like yeah you know we were sort of looking around sort of like if you know you know we're the Monday exactly. lot we're the serious geezers do you know yeah, what I mean and that's what, yeah that's what I kept on going up to everyone and saying we're the Monday lot yeah, aren't we <laughs> leave me alone mate <laughs> And have a drink with a friend. Uh, and that was lovely. And then we retired back to... I mean, it all sounds fairly civilised at this point. Yeah. But actually, it was when we got back to the Penta Lounge and you started ordering wine and I had a double Tito's and soda. I had... A, went I went to the glass of wine before bed while playing a game of pool. Well, we played... Best five, of seven. Best of seven and I won all four. Um... Yeah, it's just it just is what tipped me over the edge, and um, look, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to blame it on you. It's my fault. I, I, I'm, an, I'm a grown up, um, and listen, listen, I, I don't want to take it out on a mate. I, no, I, I will, t- I will take response. I'll take an element of responsibility that I just, I get so excited on these, tr- on these yeah. trips, on these podcasts we're doing, and I want to have fun. And if that means maybe one more drink than. <laughs> Then feels then feels normal. <laughs> then that's 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 good. You got the definition of cloisters for me. A cloister is a covered walk, open gla- gallery. I'm gonna take that again. A cloister is a covered walk, open gallery. What time? A cloister is a covered walk, open gallery, or open arcade running along the walls of buildings and forming a quadrangle or garth. Okay, now I've got to look up the definition of garth. Yeah, it's not really wanted much, but basically, um, it's not what we were in. Right, it, it, there is, it, you know, there's a square element to it. Oh, but it's the okay. um, it's the covered walkways around it, which um, I, I think you find know. a cloister at Isaac's. Yeah, you might find a cloister at Isaac's. I tell you what, you will find at Isaac's before we move on. And I know we spoke to Josh about this, so we might just it's use worth the, bars bringing the it up again. But TV screens in the urinals, in the urinals. 
I, when I was in the urinal, I was speak, I was speak, when I was, sorry, when I was in the toilet standing next to the urinal, I wasn't going <laughs> to say. Wasn't it? <laughs> I was in the urinal having a swim. <clears throat> um, when I was using the urinal, I was stood next to a guy and he said, and, and I, said, I said, I've never seen this before. He said, he said, he said, I think it's a bit What were you much. looking at at this point? What was I looking at? Yeah, it's very dangerous to say that when you're standing next to a man at a urinal. Oh, I was having a chat with him? Yeah. And what then was I said, looking at? When you said, I've what never seen this before. <laughs> he was obviously, right, if, if there's two televisions in yeah. the urinals, you know you're going to be talking about the urinals and not the, you know, not the, you know what I mean, not the, not the guy's <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And he said... Yeah, I think I actually think it's a bit much. Very sincerely. Wow. I, I think it's a bit much. By the way, I massively disagree. Again, he might not have known what you're talking about. Wait, are you telling me you look at the you look at the TV screen in the urinals and don't think that that's is a bit much? You think that's enough? You think no, that's I think that's right? just right. I, it is a bit much. No, it was perfect. It was so great because you, when you're going to the loo, you're like, I'm going to miss part of the part of the game here. We saw someone's. We saw. A Watford player scored a goal from the halfway line. Imagine if you'd been in the yeah, loo in that moment. Yeah. But but why can't you put it like eye level? Not at this level. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. We're about to sort of do an experiment. Part of our sort of, um, you know, this is the life searching experiment. We're about to drive about 15 minutes outside of Ipswich to a pub called The Unruly Pig, which has this year won the top gastro pub in the UK. So this is like the most premium level beer drinking experience you can have in the UK. Mm. It's the top one. It's delicious food, presumably like sort of quite high end with a nice cold beer. Then tonight we're going to go to the Fat Cat and then we're going to go to Ipswich versus Colchester, Colchester, which is a, can't be more than a five minute walk from the Penta Hotel in Portman Road, a historic English football stadium. So we're going for some, we're going for a high end versus, you know, sort of pints of beer in plastic cups. So we're going to, we're going to be comparing these. Yeah. So what's, so what makes an experience great? Do you, do you get what you pay for or is it about the... Back to basics. Back to basics. Uh, and we're about to find out. But before wow. we do, um, it's been your 30th birthday recently, Rory. We've had a lot of um, great times together. And mm. I just thought... Um, obviously, it didn't go that well last time I got you a gift. Or the last two times. Um, and this isn't your birthday gift. There's something else coming for you. But just okay. I thought it would be nice to honour this trip. Um, last time uh, we were meant to do this trip you got covid and i went to a charity shop to get you a present um and i just saw something that, that made me think of you so um okay and yeah, i really honestly again i don't I, I don't worry if you haven't got me anything i don't mind okay. um fine but you haven't uh you'll have to wait and see but okay. i'm not gonna yeah. okay so yeah just i thought you know we're drinking oh, ale today god um i thought you again. might like something to um to drink out of uh, and Again, I can see that you don't um, feel massively comfortable drinking from glasses so it's um, if you want to tell our listeners what that is again I have to say what do you mean again again a price on the bottom there um, again well, I have to say it's an extremely classy gift yeah and what does it say at the bottom there it says two ninety five. no 
Uh, no, it's got something uh, at the bottom. Uh, so okay. It's got a glass bottom. And okay, it's got yeah. It's, at the bottom, it's a. Uh, it's not glass. It's plastic. Plastic. It's plastic Plus bottom. Yes, yeah. so, yeah, slightly, slightly cheaper material, and slightly worse for the environment. Um, at the bottom is Why a. Do you always find an angle to. I'm literally just saying what I think. Like when it comes, yeah, what it comes to judge my head. someone present by the I'm carbon not, footprint as soon as they give it to you. I'm not, ju- I'm not judging. Okay, okay, okay sorry, 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 sorry. Um, yeah, so basically it's an image of uh, a little Scottish boy who's been hanged. Yeah, which is not a threat. Um, before you again find another angle, I'd just like to clarify it's that's not uh, in any way a sort of okay. threat of violence. But it's um, it says the last drop. Yeah, do you know where that is? Pardon? Actually, this is going to sound like I've got you a further gift. That's a pub in um, Edinburgh. Um, oh, we're not. We're not going, going to. Edinburgh. No, 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 Edinburgh we're not going to, no, no, no. We're not going to Edinburgh Fringe oh. Festival in August. Uh, uh, just um, that's where it's from. I just thought uh, I thought it was an interesting fact. It's the last drop is where the last person hanged oh. um, to be uh, punished by death uh, was hung uh, in. The UK. Okay, so just an interesting fact. So that's, but it's a, not that, a, that's a pub. It's a pub um, on the site of that. Yeah. Okay, and so so this is sort of the merchandise of that pub. Mm, yeah, that's really nice, man. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. I've actually already got one of these. So. What a last drop tankard. No, just a, just a better tankard. But it's, but it's really lovely. It's really, it's a nice one. It's got a dent in it there, but uh, I'll probably just continue to use my. That's own. not normal, you know. To just to what? It's hammered. It's not a dent. It's that's it's hammered. It's that's the. It's like you, last night. It's um, it's the sort of. What's the word? It's a dent. No, dent that, that is, that's the texture of it, mottled. Yeah, yeah. I can see. The, I can see. The, I can see the the dent. The, the sort of the intentional dents, but that's just. That's just just take a bit of wear Take it back to the charity shop and ask for a refund that I gave They're to not gonna refund Mary two, Curie not Cancer Research. They're not going to refund two ninety five, mate. Well, right, um, well, I just thought it'd be a nice thing to do. Good to give charity. Nice, really nice. to be a themed presence. Really nice. Yeah, but if you don't really, like it, that's fine. Uh, it's a really nice gift. It's really lovely. Um, I actually, I actually did get you. I bought you a gift. Oh, great. Um, wow. Uh, no, you really didn't have to. Uh, I know I didn't have to. And by the way, it's not. It's not. It's not a competition. I know it's not a competition. Okay, so competition. Do, yeah, yeah. So this is just totally separate to. Your uh, gift. This you're not, is. You're not doing it because you anticipated that I might have got you a gift. I didn't anticipate you might have got me a gift because it was my turn to get you a gift because you got me one last time. My turn's just, you know, just being generous, you know. It's a gift which is on my phone. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna. I'm, I need to get up an email to show you. Well, okay, great. Um, if I was to set this electronic up. Electronic mail. Well, no, it's a lot more than that. Um, I mean, obviously, your donation of £2.95 to. Very curious, really good, but um, yes, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, I want you to read this message out. Yeah, great. Well, do. Just the bit which says, <laughs> come on, the, from the top. No, you see the bit Thank which says you. your your order get. No, your not, your sorry your order, otter your otter gift message. Hi Paddy, here's a cute and cuddly little otter for a cute and cuddly little podcast host. I hope you enjoy your gift and have lots of happy times with your otter. Be sure to feed him fish regularly 
and always have him on a lead when taking him out for walks, wheeze and poos. Bring on Ipswich, Rory. Wow, oh my gosh. Uh, and then it says, this is to certify that Paddy has adopted an otter in Worcestershire with the Worcestershire Wildlife Trust. Yeah. Signed, Colin Raven. The head of otters. This is incredible. Yep. You are now the official owner of an otter in Worcestershire. Wow. And how does that manifest itself? Can I actually take him out for walks? Um, no. But what you can do is you can print off this. Um, so I've got the slightly cheaper um, So can e I actually version. feed him fish? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I haven't looked into that. You've got, you've got a downloadable otter colouring sheet. Um, which is, which but is have here. have I got an otter? And is that my that's, otter? That's your otter there. You, you need to name it. You need to get. You need to reply. You, you've also got the otter um, pop-up uh, sort of fold-out. <laughs> it's kind of a fold-out thing. Right. You see what I mean? Wow, yeah, yeah amazing. Uh, you, I suppose you're wondering, you suppose you're wondering about... The interesting about, thing about this I, is that I just don't have any feelings towards otters. It's so mad. I've... No, no, no. No, 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 I'm saying... That is so no, rude. Just, I've just no. adopted you a f***ing otter. No, I'm just saying it's rare to have something that you feel totally ambivalent towards, but I'm so excited How to get to know Look otters. at that thing. Look at that. Yeah, I just guess I've never thought of them before. What, what do you mean? You've done such a good thing for, for the otter community in Worcestershire. I'm, again, somewhere I've never been, but I'm so excited. So, so I'm going to Worcestershire. Well, I mean, if you want to book a train to go up there. Great, I can't wait, I can't wait to meet him. That's so nice of you, thank you so much. That's okay. Are you, are you, are you, are you wondering why it's Worcestershire? Yeah. Worcestershire uh, is uh, sort of, uh, un have undercut the rest of the uh, English um, otter charities, so they're the only ones that do one for as cheap as 15 pounds. You're, you're obsessed with money. I'm obsessed with saving money and not spending it on people who kind of indifferent about unbelievable there's always an edge to your gift and mine is just totally from the heart um I think well what, it's, I th have you ever heard the phrase it's the thought that counts yeah have your you thought, thought have you that thought counts? that an otter is the cutest animal you can find in the water no I haven't I know what you've thought what have I thought how can I spend the least amount of money on well, someone how can I avoid spending 35 pounds which seems to be the going rate for adopting a Otting so was there, was there an otter in Suffolk that you could have got? I probably could have researched, but I, I, I mean... You just went for the cheapest one. You searched cheap otters. I actually ended up searching for adopting otters for less than £35. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, God, that's great. Thank you so much, man. That's all right. Yeah, but there's lots of stuff. You can, we, we've got lots of stuff you can, we can, right. we can sort out and you can, how you can enjoy right. your otter. And... Should, we, um, should we get going to the, the best gastro pub in the UK? Yeah, I might find an otter there. Might be able to eat an otter there. Ooh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Oh yeah, it's cooked, oh, by, no, the, cooked by the head chef, Otter Lenghi. <laughs> Go on then. Why you got me the Otter thing? Sorry? So you could do that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Long-winded way of doing it. Half an hour of recording. All right, then. On our way through the lobby, we bumped into the lovely Josh, the head of guest services from Penta and an Ipswich expert. We sat together on the sunny terrace above the river spoke about his hometown and quizzed him on the best spots in the area for a refreshing glass of beer. So, we are here in the Penta Hotel in Ipswich with Josh. Hi there. And Josh, we, we, ha we, have, a, we have a little ritual which is 
well, we, we, it's, it's kind of poorly named as a joke, paint a picture, uh, where we ask people, and sometimes do it ourselves, paint a picture of where we are at the moment. So can you paint a picture for us? So at the moment, we're sat on the terrace at the Penta Hotel in Ipswich, next to the river. It's an absolutely beautiful day, to be honest. Um, sun is shining. It has been for weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> Britain is loving the heat and hating it at the same time. Um, yeah, sat next to the Sir Bobby Robson Bridge. Um, obviously, very famous gentleman, played mm. for Ipswich Town. So yeah, sitting in the glorious sunshine. It's lovely. Um, so could you tell us a bit about just an introduction of what sort of Ipswich is about and, and what happens here and what goes on? So it's a really historic town. Um, a lot of old Anglo buildings in the town centre. Um, in terms of tourism, people come obviously to see Ipswich Town play and people come to see uh, sort of the old lifestyle. And uh, in the most recent years, it's really popular for people to come down to see the marina. Um, so the waterfront's gained a lot of traction over the last couple of years. Um, we have some really nice cafes and bars and a lot of really expensive yachts down there. Yeah. So no, people are definitely traveling more and more down here to see um, that sort of aspect. Yeah. As you probably know, we, we sort of, do a lot of talking about pubs and beer we do a lot of drinking of beer while we're <laughs> yep. talking about it um what places in in the town should we be going to or like specific pubs or areas i mean i know you, I know you mentioned the marina um so yeah on the marina you've got a place called isaac's on the quay ah. so it's got a really nice um sort of rooftop terrace which is overlooking the marina um not one that specializes particularly in craft beers, um, but it's just a really popular place. Um, but if we're talking really funky craft beers, there's a place just on the outskirts of the town center called the Fat Cat. Um, so it's up on a place called Spring Road, um, and it's got amazing ales and local crafts and really, really interesting varieties. And it's, you know, it's a really funky place as well. Um, really pet friendly and eat your own takeaway inside. Wow. And, tons of different barrels laid up uh, so you can see them and all different craft ales being poured out yeah I think we need to check out the fat cat tonight because we um, we're, we're sort of nursing you know not major hangovers but sort of quite <laughs> quite sort of big ones for a Tuesday morning because we actually did go to Isaac's last night Brilliant. and I was sort of amazed by how buzzy it was on a Monday like, well, first we were Isaacs, which was really buzzy. Then we came back here for a quick game of pool before we went to bed. And then suddenly, the Penta Lounge turned into, of all of the Pentas that we've been to, Monday night in Ipswich Penta was the buzziest one because everyone came in from the, the Ukrainian orchestra last night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they all sort of came back later towards the evening and I think they were all quite in a festive, <laughs> happy yeah. mood. So they all came back with the intention to drink as well. So yeah, yeah well, no, it's a, it's a really nice atmosphere in there when it's busy. We waved goodbye to Josh and hopped in the car to make the short drive to the Unruly Pig, where we enjoyed some glorious food and delicious beers in the beaming sunshine. After that, we meandered back through the country lanes, immortalised by Ipswich boy Ed Sheeran, to the Penta Hotel, where we freshened up and headed back to the terrace for a cold pint. We glugged them down like thirsty pelicans, and with a spring in our step, it was time to head into town and enjoy the Ipswich summer's eve. Fast forward to the following morning, where we enjoyed breakfast in the Penta Lounge, then sadly waved goodbye to Josh and the Penta team. We jumped back in the car and drove 15 minutes out of Ipswich to Flatford Mill, where we reflected on our time in Suffolk. Okay. Well, here we are. 
Paddy, would you like to pint a picture? I will do, yeah. We're not actually um, drinking a pint because we're coming to the end of our trip. But, mm. um, I can pint a picture and it's possibly appropriate because we're sitting almost in one of the most famous pictures to ever be pointed. Yes. We are in Flatford, which is celebrated as the home of Flatford Mill, which was painted by John Constable. Uh, one of Britain's most. I'm gonna keep on saying celebrated. What yeah. music? Go for it. Should I say celebrated again? Yeah, keep going for it. Most celebrated artists, and we're celebrating him today. Mm. Uh, um, so it, it, it's it's there is not a cloud in the sky. No. And there are vivid colours popping off the canvas here. It's blues, it's greens, it's the terracotta of the cottages, and this are actually sort of quite a murky brown. Uh, pond in front of us. Uh, it's a beautiful summer's day, mm, and sweltering we're just hot. sat on a bench which is sort of overgrown uh, with, uh, well, actually, it's quite unpleasant, uh, sort of weeds and nettles. But you can imagine Constable maybe sitting here and sipping on a glass of. You can. Yeah, yeah, I was just looking at the, who the bench is in loving memory of Frank Fortitude and May Dawn. Porn stars. <laughs> Maybe they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imagine what Constable might have painted if he was sat over there on that terrace and painting this bench one day. Might not have been a, a, a tasteful <laughs> yeah. painting as he came up. So with. It was Frank Fortitude <laughs> going about his business. Yeah. Look at the crowd. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. so it's the National Trust. Little, village basically it's 15 minutes outside Ipswich and we thought it would be a nice way to round up our trip and um, sort of good location to chat about what happened yesterday yeah it's um, it's a lovely setting for for reflection isn't it absolutely yeah Yeah. we've got um, you might not be able to hear it in the recording but just the the sound of running water yeah in the mill in the mill in the Flatford mill yeah so actually maybe when you listen to this maybe look up um, on your phone or your tablet your laptop Flatford mill by John Constable and you'll be able to we're sort of sitting within the painting almost Mm. yeah yeah, if he was to paint it today he would get us and not Frank Fortitude and his and his good wife May Dawn Um, we've had a lovely time in Ipswich it's been great. We we had sort of the the perfect Ipswich day yesterday, didn't we? Because we did a bit of stuff in town. We did a, a, popped out of town for a bit, and then mm. we popped to watch the town play a game of soccer. Yeah. Um, so should we start with? I think we sort of yesterday was an experiment slightly in uh, in pursuit of TITL. This is the life in whether a high end pint or a sort of entry-level salt-of-the-earth experience is what you're going for. I don't know what conclusions I really drew. Maybe we can come to that. But mm. the first place we went was the number one gastropub in the UK. What an accolade. And it's, uh, again, it's a 15-minute drive outside of Ipswich itself, the unruly pig. Mm. Um, what did you make of it? Well, it was... I mean, it's a lovely beer garden. It's a nice old pub. It was actually kind of posher than I thought. It, I th- it's, it, is, it is a restaurant, really, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's, it's a yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks. I mean, it's got it's got the it's got it's the pub building and it's got the pub bar, 
but the food the food is very fine dining yeah it's a it's a pub in name only i'd say yeah. and building as well yeah but you wouldn't you wouldn't swing by for a drink you'd have to go and eat and it's worth going there to eat i had um lamb sweetbreads which was quite shocking to rory because um yeah it's, just, it's quite a lot to eat a pancreas in front of a vegetarian well I, yeah i thought you were getting banana bread sweet bread yeah like a peach bread or something yeah um <laughs> and i did offer you a bit well yeah but you politely declined and i had a bit of your goat's cheese tortellini which was delicious yeah that was that was very nice i mean i mean i'm, I'm kind of used to sort of put it in the pan for three minutes get it from budgeons for two pound fifty yeah um, and, and they and they hadn't done that. No, they hadn't done that. They they clearly made they clearly made it. Yeah. Um, which is which is good. Because well, you were suspicious at first. Yeah, I thought, hold on. Yeah. yeah, it was quite expensive for this sort of something. I know I can get two packs of three quid. Yeah. And they're gonna serve this much. Yeah. Listen, there was only four on the plate, and I I know <laughs> I know with pasta, like it's it's not like you don't do what I do and use sort of three quarters of a five hundred gram packet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and actually, you don't need more, really. Yeah, it was, it's, it's good. Uh, and we we had a, we had a pint of Australia in the beer garden, and um, you know the whole experience was quite continental. It mm. was sort of um, you know European inspired food, European lager. Yeah. And then we sort of contrasted this with what has got to be sort of a, the quintessential. English experience, which was the Fat Cat, mm. a really eccentric, brightly coloured pub and sort of tap room. They've got car scales, about twelve, fifteen of them in a in a in a, a back t- room, in a back room through a little window, which you can peer through and see yeah. what you see what you're going to get. You're chatting at the bar to the locals about you know them sort of telling you what what you what they recommend, mm. uh, and then you know I. I had a guy in the front of the queue who, who looked like he sort of lived there and he uh, he ordered a pint of mild and a pork pie which was just uh, you know plonked on a plate wrapped in cling film next to a you know jar of Coleman's mustard and that that must that the, the sort of radius of where that plate has come from must have been so small because it's you know Suffolk pork yeah it's Norwich mustard Norwich mustard and a, a local pint of mild um and, and for me, I'm not saying that one is better than the other in terms of the unruly pig versus the fat cat, cat versus pig. Mm. But uh, in a fight, I'm taking the cat. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it was amazing. The unruly pig as well. Unruly pig is amazing. I think uh, there's a lot of charm to just getting the local, like you said, the locally sourced stuff from the area. Yeah. It's let's use what we have. Let's 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 stick to what we know. Yeah. And gen- generally, that seems to be... That's a conclusion that we're drawing from all of these places, that, you know, yeah. the, the regional offerings are the ones that mm. sort of get us excited. It's, well, like we said in the Prague episode, whilst, whilst in Prague, that sort of expression that we... Exactly, yeah, 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 whilst, yeah well, whilst, whilst in Ipswich. Ipswich we, we can't call this episode whilst in Ipswich, because there's just no. two of them are just, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that place. Uh, and we continued our, our Ipswich... Adventure. Yeah, we walked through the centre of town, which is really charming and well put together. Mm. Uh, a sweet little English town, really. Yeah, uh, a half an hour walk through to Portman Road, uh, which is a historic football stadium. 
it, the whole place stunk of history. It's <laughs> a horrible phrase. Yeah, they absolutely reeked of it. Um, yeah, it's a proper, it's a proper football ground, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, it's and it's under impressive. the lights as well. Yeah, and impressive. it was Essex against Suffolk, League Ooh. League One, Ipswich versus League Two, Colchester United, and the Colchester lads, they were up for it. The fans were losing their minds. Mm. And it was just one of those things where we should have seen it coming, what happened. Yeah. They, um, you know, the, the players had a chip on their shoulders, something to prove. Mm. Ipswich sort of literally didn't want it enough. And it was just, it was a family day out for the Ipswich fans. For Colchester, they had been drinking all day. They were like... It was know, the rowdiest fans I've ever seen. Yeah. They were, they were shirts off, they were ripping chairs from the stadium. Yeah. They, um, they were f- throwing flares. There was a chair. There was a, there was a chair yeah. which flew down from the top, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, there were pitch invaders. It was yeah. pretty. Yeah, for a Tuesday night League Cup fixture, it was a fruity uh, atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, we, sort of, we had a sort of really nice pie and a pint. Yeah, which, which is nice. Again, sort of taking it back to basics. What more could you want, really? Yeah, the, actually the pint could have been a bit colder. Yeah, and Ipswich could have won. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah they lost 1-0 to Colchester. Yeah. Uh, humiliated by their noisy neighbours. So, how do you how do you feel that this is the life moments from this weekend have compared to previous trips? Well, should we identify some yeah. of them? Yeah. Which they were. We can both offer up one. Um, I always like, forget what happens on the first day. That's shocking, Whenever we do isn't these. it? We arrived. Why, why could that be? Why, why can't you remember the first day? Well, I know, I listen, know. mate, I know what you're getting at. You're suggesting I drank too much. Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, on, on this occasion, I'm going to choose not to argue with you. You're right. Again. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I've, got a, I've got an interesting angle for my TITL moment mm. because it's, cause it's actually kind of different to how we would usually describe this moment. Yeah. Because... We often say it's, you know, sat in a nice place, usually with nice weather, with a nice view. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to award a This Is The Life moment to a specific beer, yeah. which we had, solely on sort of the quality of the drink. It just, yeah, just overrode anything else. Yeah. where you were. It, it, yeah, it kind of sort of, it, it just gave me everything I needed from the This yeah. Is The Life moment. In the Adnams quality control room yeah. with Dan having the South World Bitter well, for the first really time. you do have a lot of the component parts still there. The beautiful drink, a local beautiful drink. He mm. kept on talking about the provenance. You've got the company, Dan and I, mm. a couple of cracking lads. And I do think you might be doing a disservice to the location because there was a, it wasn't, you know, a stunning view, but it was, yeah. there was a real sense of excitement that we were allowed behind the scenes yeah. of the factory. We yeah. were letting, um, we were letting to see how the sausage was made and what a sort of great thing to sort of see every single step of this product and then drink it on site mm. so um, that would have been up there for me yeah You're um, right. but instead I'm going to choose um, the beer garden of the fat cats yeah, well that was next to nine wasn't it and Brilliant. it's a nice little walk up there so you've got um, it was a beautiful day it was sunny but you know you're you're not out of breath but you've got um a nice sort of glow about you. Mm. You're ready for your pint, and yeah, if you're in Ipswich, that's a unique and special place. I'd yeah, say. it's a lovely beer garden. It's it's kind of 
it's kind of commun- it's kind of communal spaces how I'd describe it yeah and also you could go there any time of year yeah exactly you could, it, it would be a cosy fireside oh, place in the I'd winter I'd love to be there in the winter tucked up around the fire yeah. with, a, with a hymn perhaps and I'll definitely be back mm, I'll be back at the yeah. Fat Cat um, and yeah sat there in the beer garden with you I felt very content yeah. we were we were in merry spirits yeah, sort of yeah, sharing yeah. stories and secrets and and beer and beer sharing beer sharing one beer yeah right well it's been uh, a pleasure to travel with you oh, as always Paddy I've loved it yeah and um, thanks so much to Penta thank you to the guys at Penta for supporting us and um, thanks yeah, to Ad- Adnams Adnams Ipswich Town Football Club to Dan to Dan at Adnams to Josh at Penta to Josh at Penta and our friend down in the Penta Lounge we met yesterday who travelled all the way from Norway to watch two Ipswich Town games. All right. All right then. Hit the road. Let's do it. Back home. And there we have it. Time to go home. But what does that mean, home? Is it the place you live? The people you live with? Is it the things you have and do? Home comforts? Well, at the risk of sounding like an advert for an estate agent or a poster your mum has hanging in the downstairs loo, Home is a part of the world you keep returning to. It's familiarity. It's unique to you. While making this podcast, we travelled around the entire globe, searching for those transcendent beers, and sure, we had the time of our lives doing so. But these places were exciting to us because they were new. They were unfamiliar. It was only when we stopped looking far and wide and turned our attention to our own doorstep did we realise... Actually, these things that seemed over-familiar, things we had gotten used to, those things were pretty good. Be it a pint of bitter from the Adnams Brewery, a pale ale from the Fat Cats, or just a simple lager from a plastic cup and a League Cup second-round tie, the beer was good. And after all this time, Penta Hotels are starting to feel like home too. We weren't exactly sure what to expect from a Monday and Tuesday night in Ipswich, but we loved it. It was perfect. We had the sunshine, we had some beers, but most importantly, we had each other. That's all we needed. Maybe this undermines our experiment, but you can travel the entire globe searching for that perfect beer. But sit me down in a pub with a pint and a friend, and that'll do just fine. I could travel the world Taste every drop of what they serve on this earth But I don't mind where we're heading to I'm happy just to be here Drinking next to you This is the life, this is the life, this is the life This is The Life is is written and presented by Paddy Delaney and Rory Marshall and is supported by Penta Hotels. This episode was edited by Sam Parkinson and mixed by Johnny White. Music was written and performed by Jack Kay and LB Coe and was mixed by Christian Smith. Thanks for listening, everybody.